Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing this early Sunday morning? Thank you, thank you for being here. God bless you all for tuning in on my podcast. Thank you so much. Um, although it's heading into the afternoon, still uh, 1127, so it's still morning thus far, but uh, thank you for being here. My name is... Uh, Crawford Dupree Murray Jr. And for the new folks that's tuning in, welcome to my podcast, Enjoying Life. Um, I'm here just to talk uh, a little bit about something that's um, from my heart. And uh, I think that uh, it needs to be said. Um, But I thank you all for being here. Um, My job is to try to, you know, speak positive vibes into the world and motivate and so on. And in a world that's pretty much uh, in trouble, um, I try to remain positive as much as possible. Speaking as a black man uh, in America, it tends to get a little trying. And that's not to say it's it's because of uh, a white folk. It's just uh, life in itself um, can be hard for all of us. I get that. But in keeping, um, you know, in being honest, being a black individual in America, it's it's a little bit harder uh, than normal. And that's just the reality. Um, That is not to put down anybody because uh, there are white folk that go through hell in this country. Uh, uh, There are uh, more than few that go through hell for being on the front line with black people in the country. Um, it had been like that since uh, slavery. A lot of white folk uh, died and lost businesses and homes and families for being on the front line uh, with black people and, and fighting for injustice, uh, fighting the injustice, excuse me, um, towards black people. So uh, that there, them there, I definitely thank you uh, for that. And, and, and I've done a segment some time ago uh, based on that, and I'm pretty sure I'll do uh, some more. But overall, uh, my segments, especially this one, is to try to reach the brothers because this is very, very important uh, for the black men to hear, to understand uh, where I'm going with this segment. Sisters, by all means, take from it. You all out there, take from it. If you're about peace and love and harmony and unity, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter your lifestyle, uh, your gender, whatever, your your your, your orientations, whatever, uh, this can be applied to anybody that's trying to live a peaceful, um, safe, positive life. Okay. Um, I also want to give this. Uh, podcast a shout out uh, to uh, Asa Khalif, my cousin, who's uh, on the front line for injustice, uh, not only for uh, black people, but the LBGT community uh, as well on uh, the transgender, transgender community and the non-binary uh, folk out there. You all catch hell too. And um, it is time for somebody to unite. And to come together. And I don't care if you're straight, gay, bi, transgender, whatever. Um, we all need to understand one thing. There are people out there uh, of all types that hate us, 
because we're us. And when I mean us, I'm not, again, speaking of orientations or, or specific orientation or color or gender. I'm speaking of those that want to live a peaceful life. White, black, Hispanic, um, gay, doesn't matter. There are people that hate us because we're trying to live a peaceful life, right? And uh, we have to be mindful of that. So the word unity, right? It goes a little bit deeper than um, what you may be used to. Because the fact of the matter is, if you have love in your heart and you're about being positive and, and motivated, right? And, you, and you're, you're trying to live a life that you can enjoy peacefully, legally, etc. There are people that will hate you for that. I was uh, supposed to open up Black History Month with uh, quite a few guests. I had uh, my brother Daryl and, and I had this beautiful young sister, uh, Deja, that very enlightening and, 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 and I really wanted to have uh, them along with Asa Khalif, my cousin, and wanted to have one with my brother James and uh, a couple other uh, positive individuals out there that I wanted to open up Black History Month. But I didn't have the strength to do so because uh, we had to bury my younger brother who was murdered um, by black people. And um, it, it, it just took a lot out of me. We buried him December the 2nd and um, it was hard to do Black History Month um, with uh, the previous openings I've done and I was very excited for Black History Month coming and then when my brother passed and we buried him it just sort of sort of put me in a a, a depressed state and uh, I was just telling my wife that um, I had uh, lost my creativity to really create I tried to do uh, some podcasts uh, before after we buried my brother Salt, and um, I just, I just didn't have it in me, and I lost a lot of creativity. Um, my NFT and, and investing and entrepreneurship, and I just sort of sank a little bit. Uh, haven't been in my word, haven't been praying uh, uh, like I should have, and, and just really lost the will to do a lot of things. And then, of course, I, I felt into the the question of why is this happening? And then God spoke to me, ladies and gentlemen, this morning. And they've been speaking to me sometime, knocking at my heart. And I'm going to read, when I return, I'm going to read from two scriptures. And like I said, this is just a personal um, uh, segment, right? Uh, from my personal experience. This is a segment from my personal experience. And by all means, when I read the scripture, a lot of us, we may interpret it differently. That's fine. But I'm just going to point out two scriptures that pretty much will explain what's going on in our community. Okay. And uh, I think the brothers really need to hear this because black men, we are in trouble. And a lot of it is due to our own arrogance, ignorance, uh, insecurity, foolish type of thinking, type of behavior. And uh, if we don't come together, black men, okay, I am telling you this right now, 
if we don't find a way to come together and really uh, become upstanding kings in our house, in our household, God will raise other people up to do the job for us and we will be last. Um, it is amazing that we were here first, okay? We, black men, or men of, of dark uh, complexion, uh, go on, do your history, and, and, and see for yourself that uh, we were here first. And uh, before I put on uh, my music montage, I want to say that slavery started with us. See, folk forget that. Okay, do your history. Uh, Egyptians put the Hebrews in slavery long before America and white people were here. So we can, I know, I know white people uh, 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 did what they did to our African ancestors and, and, and um, the injustice and the civil rights movement. I get that, right? But it's possible. It's possible that that occurred because of the uh, disobedience, the ignorance of our kings and queens in Africa that allowed that to take place and greed. But we ain't ready to have that conversation yet. OK, so we will. That'll be later. But. Um, I just want to get this out and I hope that you all can find it uh, very motivational and at least uh, peak an interest for you to start your studying, okay? Um, but I'll be back in a couple minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, this is Brother uh, Warren Sapp. I'm sorry, Marvin Sapp uh, with uh, Never Would Have Made It. Never Would Have Made It
somebody just need to testify to somebody next to him. Tell him, I'm strong, I'm wise, I'm better, much better. When I look back. Alrighty, alrighty. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I had to cut that short. Wanted to get on with the cast and get this message out of here before any type of distraction comes in. So, here we are. A lot of us are going through what we're going through, right? And I just want to say this, ladies and gentlemen, but, uh, let me say a quick prayer for us and that way I can get right into it. And this is just, prayer is just to relieve any type of stress or any type of anxiety we have so this message can get through, okay? And, um, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come to you together, Lord, as listeners, brothers and sisters. We ask you, Father, to forgive us of all our sins, to forgive us of our transgressions and wash away our iniquity. We come to you, Lord, asking for blessings, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We're going through a lot, Lord. And hopefully this word today can get us through and put us on a path to understanding, to learning, and to practice what we're uh, learning, Lord, and what we have learned. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. We understand, Lord, that it is your mercy that we are saved and cleansed. Forgive us, Father, for us not acknowledging that uh, every day. Forgive us, Lord, for the actions of uh, a lot of us, Lord, that we just don't get it, Father. And for that there, Lord, we apologize and ask you, Father, to forgive us and to give a blessing upon this scripture reading today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. You know the craziest thing, folks? I went and got myself a piece of Jolly Rancher. And I'm going to have to take this out. Because that is so good. And my mouth was getting all watery. <laughs> so, brothers, here we are. And as I said, anyone can take from this, but this message is solely for the brothers. Here we are. Going through what we're going through. And what we're going through can be for many, many reasons. I'm not here to dissect any of that uh, today. I'm just going on some scriptures, two scriptures, okay? Two different scriptures, and I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to read the beginning, first uh, chapter, I mean, first verse uh, or two, and from there, you can read the rest of the uh, verses in that chapter, okay? But I'm going to read from Deuteronomy, okay? And again, I need for you all to listen to this and by all means, search the scriptures yourself and, you know, we can have a debate about this, a discussion rather about this. Um, 
a little later down the line, you can shoot me an email or contact me through the uh, podcast message um, box here if you if you wish. But this scripture that I'm going to read from Deuteronomy, the first one, it gave me something to really think about. And I read the scripture years and years and years and years ago, but it's only now that it's begin to touch my heart. Granted, it could be that I'm getting older and that's something that we all need to understand that we are getting older, older, just as long as God give us um, life wakes up, up, wakes us up every morning. We're going to get older and how you spend your days now will determine how your future would be. Okay. Um, a lot of us made bad decisions, etc. but we're here now and we're here and we have a chance to change our future. This is the importance of staying in prayer. And it's just not prayer, just what a lot of the churches make it be today. This is something more deeper. It is important to seek true wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, folks. It is because so much is taking place in the world today. We're losing friends and loved ones by the droves. And uh, the laws are changing and things are happening uh, in our country, in the world today. And I'm just going to say this. And we'll, again, discuss it later. The foundation is being laid for the Antichrist. I don't care what you believe. This is my belief. And I am telling you, the Bible is speaking the truth about what's coming. And the foundation is being laid by the Antichrist, for the Antichrist. Okay. Uh, Brother Bob Marley said that the uh, the book must be fulfilled and God's promises, prophecy will come true. Okay. And uh, uh, it's important for you to understand that the rapture will take place. Armageddon will take place. And I personally don't want to be here when it does. I don't want to get left behind, but we'll have that discussion later. This here is just something that uh, I need to talk about today. And um, if you are the type of individual that questions why things take place or why God allow things to happen, etc., this may shed some light. And if it doesn't, then by all means, continue to do your research, studying, or try to figure it out or what. But as far as me, especially after burying my father, uh, in 2020 and then my baby brother in 2021. And you, 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 you take that, what, 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 what I've been through and then add that to all what I have endured my life up until today. It has to be something more than just a stream of bad luck. Right. And I think that this may shine some light on why we go through what we go through. First chapter, I'm going to read from uh, just the first couple verses is out of Deuteronomy 28. Now you can start with 27 as well, um, but I'm just going to read from Deuteronomy 28 
And I'm going to read from one to four. Okay. I'm just going to read one to four. Deuteronomy one to four. And this is the New International Version. But I'm pretty sure if you grab the James, the King James Version, anything that's based, any Bible that's based on God's words, the Gospels of Jesus Christ, it will pretty much read the same. Okay. This is Deuteronomy uh, 28, 1 to 4. All right. And this is blessing for obedience. If you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today. The Lord, your God, will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you according. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. And. Um, accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the cities and blessed in the country. The fruits of your wounds will be blessed and the crops of your land and the youth of your livestock and the, the calves of your herds and the lamb of your flock. Uh, I'll read five and six. Your baskets and your kneading uh, true will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come into, when you come in and blessed when you go out. Okay. Uh, that right there already speaks of the blessings that we will receive just in those couple, in those few verses there. God is saying that if we obey him, uh, everything we touch, our fields, our home, our children's, um, our baskets, which is your business or whatever venture that uh, you start, will be blessed. God clearly says that we will be above uh, nations. Um, kings and queens uh, back in Egyptian days and, and, and the children of he uh, Israel, the Hebrews, the Israelites, uh, they were blessed. Okay, they were blessed and things were good. All right. People just didn't come here on earth and then everybody uh, was in hell. No, that didn't happen like that. We were blessed at one time. We were blessed. We were prosperous people at one time. Do your history, whether you do your history through the Bible or if you go on into history, uh, 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 social studies, black history, etc. You will see at one time black people were blessed. We were um, successful, thriving people. Okay. Even evidence in the 1900s in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you will see, uh, that people, black communities were blessed. Ridge Avenue in Philadelphia, black people were blessed. Texas, black people were blessed. Rosewood, Florida, black people were blessed and so on. Uh, you know, we were blessed people and something took place. Uh, if you continue to read down to 15, uh, it, go, it, it goes, the curses for disobedience. However, if you do not obey the Lord, your God, and do not carefully follow his commands and decrees, I am giving you today. I am telling you, I am warning you today. This is Deuteronomy 28, 15. All these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And uh, if you go on down to 16 to 17, 
Uh, you will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your baskets and your needings through will be cursed. Your business is cursed. Your ventures will be cursed. Uh, if you read down to 18, the fruit of your womb will be cursed and the crops of your land and the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flock will be cursed. Um, when you come in and when, when you come in and cursed, you will be cursed when you come in and you will be cursed when you go out. Again, this is the international version of the Bible. So here and then you can read Deuteronomy 28 and you'll read the blessings and obedience of the curse. Um, another uh, curse, the Lord will send on you curses, confusions and rebuke and everything you put your hands on until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you have done and forsaking him. The Lord will plague you with diseases until, until he destroys you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought and blight and mildew, which will plague, which will plague you until you perish and so on. So Deuteronomy goes into the blessings and those and the curses of those that forsake the Lord's command. Right. And if you read into it, you'll begin to understand that the descendings of those that turned from God and, and, and his instructions were cursed people. These are not white people. OK, that God was talking about. These were his people. These were the, 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 the Hebrews. These were those of the land back then. Um, this is from the book of Deuteronomy. This is the first five books of Moses, the pinnacle. Okay. These people were us. Do you hear what I tell you, black man? God warned us about what is coming if we don't turn back to him. Okay. This is where the song comes from. Turn from your wicked ways and seek God's faith. Seek God's face. God said he'll heal the land. Okay. Heal the land. You remember that song? Heal the land. Seek God's face. God said he'll heal the land. Okay. That's where that song came from. United Evangelistic Church uh, Mass Choir used to sing that song. I was... Uh, a big fan of that song under the late Charles uh, Bishop Charles E. Williams there in uh, Philadelphia United Evangelist Church. So um, having said that, and I, I'm not going to keep us too long. We are already 29 minutes into this um, segment. So to give you an understanding, Deuteronomy 28, it goes on to the blessings and the curses of those that turn from God. Right. And not only that, it clearly warns that. The descendants of those will be cursed. Okay? So that means their kids and grandchildren and so on will be cursed. Now, let's speed it up a little bit. Uh, one of the reasons or the main reasons that Jesus Christ came down uh, was to die for man's sins. God saw that man was going to a uh, Christless grave. He was on his way to hell because of the sin that we were born into. All right? So 
the next chapter that I'm going to read from will be Romans 1. I'm going to go to Romans 1. I'm going to read something to you right quick. So when we read Deuteronomy, we begin to understand or have an idea. Again, your research may, uh, you may find something different from what I'm saying, and that's fine. But for, from, for me, reading Deuteronomy 28 is saying why uh, we are going through what we're going through. Okay. Uh, God has gave us a warning that, hey, listen, he was talking to the people that if you turn from me, which they did, okay, they got getting into all sorts of lifestyle and started practicing ostentatious living and, and, and debauchery and so on. And therefore, bang, the curses of God fell upon them. And a lot of that, if you read in Deuteronomy, will uh, consist of slavery, um, the rape and murder of our mothers and daughters and so on. A lot of our ancestors out there, back there, for generations were um, suffered because of the sins of those before them. And as we are suffering for the sins of those before us, that's God's word. Jesus came down, of course, to deliver man from sins, right? But that still doesn't change the fact that the matter that we're still going through what we're going through because we, although Jesus came and he said, hey, listen, I'm going to take sin and I'm going to die on the cross from him and give you a way out. We still have to practice following God's word, right? Being better human beings and etc. That was from the Old Testament. So let's see what the New Testament said. Now, this is after Jesus has come. He died on the cross for our sins and he went on and went to heaven and he gave us a way out. He gave us a way to break uh, the generational curse that that has been plaguing us. Right. As black people. This is Romans chapter one, 24. And I need for you to understand this again, do your research. God's wrath against mankind. Okay. This is Romans one chapter one, and I'm going to start at verse 24 and I'll probably go down to verse uh, 31. But uh, let me read this. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexually, to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. Furthermore, since they did not think it was worth it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a deprived mind to do ought not to be done, to do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, 
slanders, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. That's Romans, okay? This is what I've come to understand. Paul understood this. We're not here to pick just any sin out. We're here to understand why we as black people, especially black men, have lost uh, their position as kings, as strong kings that led their people, that uh, were the head of their household and, and, and teachers and taught their families. We lost our way because we fell into the world and what the world say, said that we should do. We became idolizers. We idolized idols, money, cars, homes, um, women. We, we started determined that how many women we have uh, will be uh, the type of man that uh, we become and so on, okay? And it spread it throughout the world. When you read Deuteronomy, you will see that there were those that will come in and take what we have, even take what we don't have. Uh, if you read the Bible, you will see, I believe it's in Isaiah, that God said that he will restore all that was stolen from us. All that was lost and stolen from us, God will restore it. All we have to do is turn uh, from our wicked ways to seek his face, ask for forgiveness, get back into the word of God, get back into praying, and God will restore what was uh, uh, taken from us. And that's just that, okay? No matter how you look at it, I don't care what's what. And listen, I know that my intentions are not to offend anybody or judge anybody. And that's not what I'm here to do. I know a lot of people have their opinions. I know the Muslims have their teaching as well and so on. And that's fine. But I am speaking to the Christian black man, the Christian black woman. I'm speaking to the man and woman out there that believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins. And I am telling you, we're going through what we're going through because we are not doing what God commanded us to do, to seek his face, to ask for forgiveness, and to be kings and queens once again. We're not. Satan has come up. He has manipulated us, and we have found, and I'm speaking all of us, at one time. Now, a lot of you all may not be doing it. There's a lot of folk that still believe uh, 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 that sin is sin, and a lot of you all are holding on and you're trusting in God and, 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 and so on. But it's still up to you to make sure you get the word out. Okay. A lot of us, we tend to look down on, on, on people one way or the other. And we can't do that. I don't care how hard you hustle, how, how much 
you know, you make. I don't care how big your house is, what you're driving, your bank account. I don't care if you got all the baddest dime pieces on the planet. Unless you turn from your wicked ways and seek God's face, build that rapport with God. Once again, we're going to always experience the heartaches. Now, does that mean that bad things um, are not going to happen to us? Clearly not. The Bible says that uh, picking up your cross following Jesus causes you to suffer. Paul understood this in 2 Corinthians when he said, Behold, a messenger from Satan, uh, a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan sent to buffet me, lest I be held to measure. I consulted God three times. And the Lord said, Paul, on the third time, I'm not going to remove that thorn from you, but my grace is sufficient. That means that uh, whatever sin was ailing Paul, Paul wanted to get rid of it. He was so in tune with God that he, he didn't want that sin. Whatever it was that was bothering Paul, and the Bible doesn't indicate what it was, but Paul didn't want it. And God said, hey, Paul, listen, I can't remove that from you uh, because there's only one perfect man. That's my son, Jesus Christ. But my grace is sufficient, which means that you continue to live the way you live. Paul, put me first. Continue to come to me every day and so on. And then we'll, you know, we'll I'll handle that as according uh, uh, Lee, it needs to be handled, whatever. And um, uh, that's the approach we need to to have again with God. And I know that I haven't been in my word and I haven't been reading. I haven't been on a podcast. I haven't been praying. Um, I, I can't even tell you how long it's been since I fast and prayed and so on. And um, that that's on me. You understand? Um, I take everything that I've been through my whole life. And uh, maybe, just maybe that um, if I would have sought God out wholeheartedly, the true wisdom of God and knowledge and understanding years ago, things might have uh, been different. I don't know if... Uh, my baby brother of salt would have been here. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, I do know that um, uh, seeking God's strength and, and his mercy and grace and, and blessings, um, even if things would have transpired the way they did with my brother, uh, the sense, uh, the presence of God giving you peace to weather the storm uh, in itself is priceless. So, that's what I wanted to say. Um, I know that black people, I know that we tend to uh, focus on white people uh, doing what they're doing to us in America. And granted, there there are a lot of uh, prejudice and systemic racism towards black people in this country. It is white folk, including you all that's on the front line with us, which you already know is true. That's why you're on the front line with black folk. Uh, it's true. Right. But it doesn't have to be a, a, a guarantee victory for uh, those that are racist, those that still uh, are committing acts against their own. For the, for the two people that murdered my brother, um, for the, the, the hundreds and thousands of black on black crimes that's being committed every day, uh, it doesn't have to be a victory, Right. Unity means that we come together as one. Now, I, I don't know where folk get that Christian people are weak. 
Um, the incident where was it Dylan Ruth who went inside the church in South Carolina was there and shot up them people. I, I don't know where people get the idea of Christian people are weak. Listen, I trust in God with all my heart. And although that, um, you know, I, I, I fall short many a days. Um, but let me explain something to you. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. Okay. I believe in him. Uh, and I thank him for doing that. Right. And, uh, I hope to be a upstanding, godly man um, one of these days, okay? Um, but let me tell you something. If you come inside my house or you come to do harm to me and mine, I'm going to lay you down. I don't know where people get the idea that Christian people are the weak people. I'm going to lay you down. You're going to meet God before uh, I do if I get to, to jump on you first. You understand? Uh, I, I'm going to lay you out and then pray over you. Uh, hopefully I can give you a chance to repent of your sin. That way you don't burn in hell. Okay. So just because we come together in unity as godly folk doesn't necessarily mean that uh, we're weak. And, um, the brothers need to understand that we need to find a way to get back on our knees and we need to find a way to pray and ask God for forgiveness and give thanks and supplications to everything. We got to find a way to do that. We're not going to we're not going to get over systemic racism on our own. That's just not going to happen. We have to find a way to come together to trust God. And I don't mean just reading the Bible and you know a couple scriptures and you go to church and you walk like everything is all good, like you're perfect. I don't mean that type. I mean we have to come together with who we are, right? We, we, we stay in the prayer, we read our word, and then there's other things that needs to transpire with that. See, just reading the word and, and, and trusting in God is just the beginning. You understand? There's certain things that we must do. We have to, again, understand that we're here on earth. So there are earthly things that we need to do. If you want a better job, then you have to get a better education. You have to learn a trade uh, if, if the college program is not for you. You have to learn financial literacy. You have to learn how to repay your credit. You have to learn how the mortgage works. You have to understand uh, APR, uh, annual percentage ratings. You have to understand these things, right? You have to eat right. Uh, myself, I have diabetes, type 2 diabetes. So if I want to reverse this thing or give myself a fighting chance, I have to learn to eat properly and exercise. This morning, I had iced coffee and a donut. I knew I shouldn't have supposed to have that uh, and a croissant from Dunkin' Donuts. So we have to know not to drink this soda. We have to know not to eat bad every day. You want to treat yourself to a pizza and a sandwich, everything here, there, that's fine. But we have to understand the key word moderation. There's no need to be a diabetic and you're out there eating cookies and cakes and donuts and drinking sodas. Then you want to run to God and say, God, touch my body. Come on now. How you want a new house and you're not practicing uh, credit? How you want to be wealthy? One of my reasons why I love being an entrepreneur and I have a little portfolio laid out, but we have to put in there. We have to do what we need to do to become wealthy. Black man, black woman, you understand? So once you learn a portfolio, then you got to uh, uh, put into it. I, I 
listen, some of us are diehard entrepreneurs. We don't like the idea of working for other people. I understand that. While the Bible does say if a man don't work, a man don't eat, he didn't indicate, doesn't indicate what type of work we do. You can work for somebody else or you can be your own uh, business owner. That's fine. But if your business is struggling and you can't produce the uh, the income you need to sustain uh, your household or your livelihood, guess what you have to do? You have to go back to work. That doesn't mean that you're not an entrepreneur. It just means that, hey, there's some things you need to do, some things you need to learn. Okay. Um, I'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, it seems like I have to go back into the work world. Some of us don't. Kudos to you if you took your shot and boom, you did good. Now, my business didn't fail. I still have it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But I need to step back out into the working world a little bit until I learn how to figure uh, some things out with the particular business that I have and also have a portfolio, etc. So when we when we go to God in prayer and we read the word, it is to give us clarity. It is give us a chance for God to remind us uh, on the steps we need to take, right, to to become successful. And whatever we went through in life, we have to learn from that. And we need an open mind to sit down and to learn that how did we get through situations that we endured when others didn't. My baby brother was murdered. And he was, uh, he was something else. His smile, he just enjoyed life. But he was murdered unnecessarily. And it's up to me and my brother James and my mom and my cousin Ski and Asa and everybody, his daughter, that were affected, that was affected by his murder. What was it that, you know, we learned from him? And this is how we continue to, to travel on, to, to, to move on in a matter of speaking. It's not about being perfect. I know a lot of us don't like church. I know I can't stand some of these churches today, and I hate to speak like that. It was nothing like it was when I was growing up in church, and now in today's church is a fashion show. Not all. So if you all attend a good church, a good Bible-believing church that really believe in helping the community and not just preaching the word, collecting money to buy a new car, a new house, and who have the fanciest church, etc., then we have to support those churches. We need more learning institutions and we need more leaders and so on. Uh, we're fighting an uphill battle. Um, and I'm not just talking about the systemic racism. While we know that it's here, but there's something more darker behind that. See, the foundation is being laid for the Antichrist. And if we don't start supporting one another as black people, as Christian people, all of us, that claims that they love God and trust in Jesus, etc. If we don't start trusting in the fact that we need to come together because the world hates us, all of us that believe in God, all of us that believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, if we don't find a way to unite, then we too will be left to die in the desert, just like the original children of Israel, okay? Y'all remember what took place 
Go on, go back there and uh, read Exodus. Read uh, the book of Joshua. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. The people that took, what was it? A three-day journey. And, and, and please forgive me. Uh, it was, a, it, I believe, it from three days to a week, whatever it was. It wasn't that long to get to the land that was promised to them. It took them 40 years and the original children didn't even make it. It was their descendants that stepped into the promised land because the original people were so full of, of, of their own way of life, their own way of living without regard, any regard to God's command or other people that they fell into the temptation and they ultimately died. Not only did they spend 40 years in the desert for a trip that would have taken them a few days to get there, but they suffered 40 years in the desert and ultimately died, but their descendants made it to the promised land. So that's what's going to end up happening with us. We, we're not going to receive what was promised to us if we don't turn from our wicked ways. This is why we go through what we're going through. Crawford, you saying that if I turn from my wicked ways and if I trust God and his word, things will be better. That's exactly what I am telling you. Um, I don't know what degree, but I do know that nothing bad can come from it. Right. Even whatever storms that come, you we got to understand what those went through before Jesus, they had to go through. Jesus came and he promised us that his yoke is easy, his burden is light. He promised us that if we go to him in faith, he will be with us. He will strengthen us. Ephesians talk about putting on the armor of God. And then you add, you, you take that with what we learned. What we went through as a child, as teenagers, as early adults, up until this very moment, up until the moment you listen to this podcast. You take what we learn, you, 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 you understand the experience, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, and you add that to your arsenal when you pray. Your, your arsenal of faith, perseverance, focus, creativity. That's when the game changes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. I hope you find this particular segment uplifting. We have to find a way to unite all of us. If you know injustice is wrong uh, towards black people, fight, fight with us. If you are black and you're doing wrong, shame on you. Shame on you and God will get you. I don't have all the answers. Okay, but I do know one thing. This can't hurt. Folks, you enjoy your Sunday. 
And uh, I have to get ready for my new job tomorrow. And uh, I'm excited. I'm back into the hotel business. Started out in the hospitality business years ago when I was just a little boy. Well, not a little boy. I was in high school. I started out. My, my first job was Ribbit's uh, restaurant there on uh, 17th and Walnut in Philadelphia. I was in high school and uh, from from uh, from there, I then went to various places, the, the hotels, the Four Seasons, the Sheratons, Capitol Grill, Morgan Chicago Steakhouse, and so on. And then I got out and went to the construction world and this and that. And I'll tell you about that uh, at another podcast. Uh, I was talking to the missus today and I called it the spiraling uh, down and 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 uh, how I lost control uh, of a lot of things uh, in life, in my life. And uh, it looks like that uh, God is uh, bringing me back. But uh, I have the podcast, and I thank God for the podcast, because if it wasn't for you all, I wouldn't uh, be coming out of this, this ordeal here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, may God bless you all and have a very, very productive uh, Sunday. And um, I will try to get back with you as soon as I possibly can. Uh, Let me say a prayer of closing. Dear Lord, in the name of Jesus, I hope that uh, this message will get through uh, to the faithful few, Lord, if any. Keep us all covered in the blood of Jesus. Keep us covered, Lord, in the blood of Jesus and open doors that is meant for us to go through and close doors that are not. We rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to please, please, Father, don't give up on us. It's not as easy, Lord, to come to you and pray and read your word because of all what we're going through, but Lord, Give us the strength to do so. Strengthen our faith and guide us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care and have a good one. And if nobody told you they love you today, remember I do. All right. And uh, don't worry, I'm going to have my guests uh, up on here. Ladies and gentlemen, please be with me. I definitely have to get up here because I have to tell you a couple things that uh, Asa Khalif is uh, a part of and time is running out now, but I I will definitely get back uh, to the podcast. Hopefully I can get back tomorrow and that way I can tell you about um, the program. Uh, Feel free to go on and and check uh, Asa out on my site that's down here and, and, and everything and, um, you know, uh, I'll put down my website with my blog on there and you can check out and everything. And I don't worry, I'll be getting back into it to update it as well. So everything will be uh, down. Shoot me an email um, and I can let you know what events is, is happening in Philadelphia uh, as well. And uh, I'm going to get back into it, folks. I know I've been down for a minute, but uh, I'm glad that I'm here and um I'll be speaking with you all very, very soon. Take care.